0: Alright, well, 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 it's Friday, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, schlim and schlers, and schli and squires. Sorry, I don't know all your little preferred little things going going on and around. Well, it's going to be a bit of a shorter show than normal, nothing to review this week, or this Friday, of course, but we'll have some other fantastic stuff. I mean, unless they put What what is it? The, this light year movie on Disney Plus anytime soon? But I think it's just in theater. You know, maybe we'll maybe we'll review that. I don't know. I think it's fun to review different things on this show, just because I think it's just really really fucking dumb. But you know, obviously, I've been only reviewing. You know, the two things I've reviewed have only been, you know, a documentary and one movie. You know, maybe I need to make. You know some more reviews of different things throughout uh, our our culture here. I mean, we what? Oh, and we've been doing reviews of the Obi Wan episodes. See, literally, I they blank my mind because it's such a forgettable and boring and just terrible show. Seriously, don't watch it. If you want to watch Star Wars stuff, watch the Star Wars the Wars uh, animated show that's on Disney Plus. That show is fantastic. Okay, all the seasons are really good. Uh, Bad Batch is good uh Mandalorian's obviously good. I mean, if you haven't watched that, yet, you really should. And that's about it for good Star Wars stuff as of recently. So, anyway, um, if you haven't already, please do subscribe to the podcast where you are listening on this fine Friday morning or afternoon or nighttime or whatever you're listening to this. I don't know. Some of you guys listen on Saturday or Sunday when no episodes for this show come up, so cool on you. Um, but, and as well, follow me on Twitter, it really does help out a ton, uh, links are down below, and of course if you have Truth Social, uh, video at Video Game Panda, or I think it's at Politics Panda on Truth Social, let me make sure that that is correct, don't want to lead you guys to the wrong account, no. No, it's literally just at political pand program on on True Social and you will be at the page of the True Social for the Political Pand Program. So I might start linking those down below. I just I haven't seen True Social to be a, you know, platform that's truly taking off. You know, it's it's had a few of its struggles, but hey, I'm there, you're here. It's Friday, so cheers.
1: Ah, sorry, I had to take a drink there. So,
0: uh, we got some stuff for today, but we're going to start here with our, she's totally not a diversity hire, she's totally competent, uh, our White House Press Secretary, Jean Pair. The end of the 30-day assessment that he had said at the end of May, I mean, can you put a time frame on this now? Are families going to be scrambling the entire summer I don't have a timeline
1: for you on on this, but what I can say is we're doing everything that we can from here uh, to make sure that uh, we get, you know, we get healthy uh, baby formula for American families. We know how hard this is at this time. We know how difficult it is. Uh, But we have up production, as I just laid out, working with these different manufacturers. We have brought uh, baby formula overseas. We just uh, had a seventh Operation Fly Formula mission uh, just yesterday, so this has been a priority for this president.
0: So, uh, so uh, yeah, more about this situation in just a little bit. Um, The baby formula shortage is actually about to get way worse again. Um, I mean, we might even, might even, you know, we'll we'll cover it right now. if if you're following along with our fantastically labeled uh sources uh, down below or you just uh it's uh, man I love shortages so the Abbott, uh, baby formula plant uh, it closed again due to severe flooding uh so that's that's good so you know the plant already closed in february that caused the thing and now this one's closed due to the flooding in the area so yeah it doesn't doesn't seem good for 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 uh for the baby formula plan at all which uh so good luck to parents out there uh hopefully the fly-in formula works out for you hopefully so how how do we how do we mess this up? You know, we have the FDA who probably dragged their feet to get in there because they didn't, because they knew it was going to be bad, but they didn't know how bad it was going to be. And now here we are. They dragged their feet. Now parents are struggling to go get formula. So now you have to have signs up at different uh, areas of the country with a big old, hey, this is the limit of how much baby formula you can take with you. And here's your limit. This is all you get. So yeah, for for most of us, you know, baby formula, you know, not something we're constantly in, in need of. But for all the parents out there, something they probably very much need for their baby if they need it or not. So uh, Cool Beans, great job, guys. Uh, fantastic on you guys for doing such a splendid job. I'm sure everything is going just great. And of course, I always expect great results when the White House says that they're doing everything they can. Because, take it this way, what I've learned from this administration is when the White House says they're doing everything they can, first you've got to look at whatever the issue is, and you have to look, okay, is this going to harm Americans, or is it going to be beneficial for Americans? And most of the time, if it's beneficial for most Americans then usually they aren't doing anything at all about it. But if it's harming most Americans, then that's usually when you can figure out that they're doing everything they can. They're skipping regulations. They're breaking down the red tape. They're going balls to the wall. They are absolutely up all night, and they are just getting things done that shouldn't be done anyway. So that's always good. Always love it. Thank you, Gene. Always good to hear from you. You absolute... Just incredible diversity in the White House, of course. Well, speaking of the White House and being really unpopular, Kamala Harris is to convene White House Task Force addressing online harassment and abuse. Oh, just the White House I want to be uh, convening about harassment and abuse online. So uh, they're having a meeting of the National Task Force. Dedicated to combating online harassment and abuse. Mm, mm-hmm. So, uh, UK tennis champion Sloane Stephens is expected to be among the first to speak with the task force composed of cabinet members and top White House aides during the inaugural gathering on Thursday. Hey, that was just yesterday. Man, I bet so much came out from it. Uh, not. Uh, so, the Joint White House Gender Policy Council, ooh, and National Security Council Task Force, will make recommendations, make recommendations? No, 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 they're just gonna write the damn thing and put it on his desk and he'll sign it. Uh, propose the, uh, advocacy project, oh. Those recommendations will focus on the federal government in partnership with the private sector and civil society. Ooh. We're committed to ad- understanding and addressing the nexus between online misogyny and radicalization to violence. One staffer told reporters on Wednesday. <laughs> what is this? What do they think this is going to do? What, who do you people think you are? I don't know if you know this, but harassment goes both ways. It's not a one-way street. It's like, oh, what are you, Republican? Ah, must be a harasser. He's online massages. must be a bunch of incels. I don't know if you know this, but this is a two-way street. Both sides get harassed. It's not a one-way street where everybody feeds down and is attacking one person here. It's a It's a two-way street. Traffic goes both ways. At this point, it might be an 18 across. There's nine lanes of harassment. Okay, the, the internet isn't a safe space. It's never, it's never been a safe space. What are you going to do? Bring on the internet police? You just defund it anyway. Just like you did the IRL police. What are you going to do? You can combat online harassment. This is one of the many things that you can try and combat online harassment. The only way you're going to combat online harassment is if, like, for some reason, governments around the world took full control of the internet. Which, uh, you know, I could see it happening at this point. And they just combat, eh, if we don't like your speech, you're banned. You're banned off the internet. You don't get to use the internet anymore. We don't like your speech. Uh eh, you disagree with us on something. And eh, we don't like your, we don't like the way you look. Eh, what you're, what you're talking about is really boring. We're gonna, we're gonna ban you. Eh, this community over here, your little niche not doing anything. Eh, we're gonna ban you. Oh, uh, what are you, what are you talking about? Talking about scientific facts that we don't agree with? Eh. What are you guys discussing what a woman is? Eh, get it out of here. Yeah, that's that's what I see happening. If they if they want to really control control the internet, you can make as many things as you want to have happen, it won't be enough. They'll just pop up, they'll just rename it to something inconspicuous, they'll just make new accounts. Not hard here, people. It is not hard. The internet on both sides do this, okay? It's not a oh, it's only this side and that's no, no, shush Shh. It's a library. But no, it's fantastic to hear that we're going to have a task force for online harassment and bullying. I'm sure that all that money is going to good use. I'm glad that the taxes we pay are going to great use. They always do. Always do. So, obviously, uh, the oil companies responded to President Joe Biden in the threatened executive action over the capacity declines. Well, uh, trade groups criticized the uh, president after he sent a letter to him. Uh, Obviously, he pinned the letter to the major oil companies on Tuesday, insisting they need to increase their oil refining operations to counter declining fuel supplies and inventories nationwide. The American Petroleum Institute, or API, and the American Fuel and Petrochemical Manufacturers, uh, sent a letter to the White House saying energy companies are refining at an extremely high rate and government policies injected uncertainty into the industry. In a response sent to the White House, <gasps> it's almost like when you keep telling them that you're gonna, you know, they want them, you want them to increase their production now. To then, you know, getting rid of all leasing or any more funding for the industry, that's the most efficient and fuel source as of currently and saying that we're going to ban them so we can have mills and solar panels instead because, you know, green energy and all. Uh, they don't want to produce a lot because, know that f- f- the market is based on future. It's not based on the current and now oil production. It's based on the future oil production. And the more regulations and the more it begins to go down and the more, you know, they're like uncertain about their future, that, that's, that's the way it's going to be. Okay, it's how it was back in the 1970s. It's how it was probably even further back than that. It's how it was a few years ago when the oil price hit $0 a barrel and then went fucking negative. So, yeah, no, it's, your threats don't work. By, you're about as threatening as a little puppy. Okay? No, you're as you're, you're, you're threatening as you are. You're an old man. What are you going to do? The the only thing you can do is take executive action, and near executive action would just be someone else controlling what the companies are doing, not you. The only you can you can't even control your own bowel movements, so you controlling an oil company, fucking file for Chapter 18 bankruptcy in a matter of a week. Oh my God, what a joke this guy is, man! I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. But, you know what I do get? Elon Musk. He's, he's been on a hot streak, you know, slack messages coming out from the all-hands-on meeting about his politics with Twitter, talking about free speech, supporting the first uh, born-in-Mexico uh, U.S. congresswoman to supporting if DeSantis runs for president in 2024, well, obviously, uh, so he there were some SpaceX employees who wrote a letter to the uh to the head of the company, to the main president, I should say. It's not just him, by the way. Yeah, to the uh, president and COO, uh, Gwen Shotwell, uh, basically saying the letter, uh, solicitations and general process made him made employees feel uncomfortable, intimidated, and bullied slash, and or. Angry because the letter pressured them to sign on to something that did not reflect their views. So yeah, they, they tried to do woke activism at SpaceX, uh, calling calling uh, Elon Musk an embarrassment for the uh, for the company. Uh, didn't go well as they all were all were uh, fired. They're they're all gone. Yeah, so they they are no longer. Working cited as uh, we have too much critical work to accomplish and no need for this kind of overreaching activism, which is true. This is a job. This isn't activism. It, time, it, it's time to get to work and just keep going. You know, like I don't agree with everything Walmart does. You know, like with slave labor for making clothes doesn't mean I'm you know fucking out there with a picket sign and you know going. Hey, stop it. I, I just go, what am I going to do about it? Hey, you know, I'm here just working, and eventually I'll leave here and everything will continue on in the world. You can try to stop it, but you're just going to get fired in the process. And what's the point of doing that? Now, of course, if a large amount of you try to, but from the way this sounds, it just sounds like, you know, a small group of employees. My guess, you know, Probably weren't providing a lot, and I mean a lot to the company. If you, uh, if you got fired like this, so
1: did not work out for them. All right.
0: Well, speaking of,
1: uh, what's uh,
0: um, USA Today? There's my good, fantastic transition. So the USA Today, um. Uh, Great outlet, I'm sure. You know, uh, well, they were forced to delete nearly two dozen news articles this week after an internal investigation found that breaking news reporter Gabriella Miranda had allegedly fabricated sources, then gave inerva- uh, investigators false evidence to try to cover up her actions. After receiving an external uh correction request, USA Today audited reporting work. Uh, of Miranda. The newspaper said in a statement, the audit revealed that some individuals quoted were not affiliated with the organization's claimed and appeared to be fabricated. The existence of other individuals quoted could not be independently verified. In addition, some stories included quotes that should have never that should have been credited to others. Uh, she said on other sor- uh, website that she has sources in the Latinx community and resigned from the newspaper and deleted her. Twitter account. So, yeah. The 23 articles that were deleted include uh, Washington, D.C. couples call wedding dance ban excessive. Mmm. TikTok ban's milk challenge from its app, citing concerns of dangerous acts. Texas abortion ban could lead to stockpiling contraceptives and a pregnancy tests. Okay. Uh, Capapara Wrecking havoc in wealthy uh, com- uh, community in Argentina. What are the different stages of breast cancer? mean, which is most dangerous? Real life squ- game hit show. A chance to spot. There's so many. There's. Let's see. What are some other ones in here? This is my land. I stay. These Ukrainian women are among the thousands choosing to fight, not flee. Bet we're all like fake quotes and not even real. If not skinny jeans, what? Well, Gen Z tells millennials their jeans are out of style. Yeah, there, there's a lot in here. Full list is in the article linked down below if you want to see them. There's 23 in all. So, good on her. Good on her. Well, speaking of moronic uh, things going on, George Washington University, uh, apparently embarrassed about its honor nickname, the uh, Colonials, is uh, dumping it in 2023. Uh, <laughs> even though the survey of 7,300 students found them nearly split on the issue, with 44% finding the nickname offensive, 43 wanted to keep it, the university chartered in 1821 by the U.S. Congress seemingly polluting the political correctness. Yeah, keep in mind that they the there's actually a petition sent out to actually get them to change it, which only got 500 signatures out of the 20,000 plus people that you know go to school there. Man, what idiots! So uh, yeah, good on them. Good on the university. Really glad that they could. change the uh change the flight change the change the flight fuck me uh, sorry i was looking at different stuff and i was thinking about something else my mind was elsewhere in a second there sorry i was busy reading some stuff you know always looking at more news for today well speaking of other news for today i really just wanted to go over this because what is white gay privilege That's why the white gays have been too successful for too long says uh says metro they're just too successful for too long fact is uh well known by people in the lgbtq+ plus community who experience this kind of hostility on it based on their gender and/or slash sexuality however the people who uh, intersect in multiple marginalized groups they're more things to consider. Uh, LGBTQ plus people of color, racism also impacts how they are perceived and treated by the wider society. People in the community who do not have to worry about racism possess white gay privilege. Ooh. I think I knew what white gay privilege was before we had that name for it. One of the founders of the UK Black Pride. Ooh. <laughs> Why is it vital to be aware of white gay privilege? It's important to acknowledge the existence of white gay of white privilege in the LGBTQ plus spaces, because a failure to do so can lead to people of color feeling excluded and even perpetuate the existence of racism in these communities. You're you're gonna you're gonna try to tell me there wasn't already. It, it, I was just gonna assume that there was probably like a like a small minority of people that are. Maybe a little bit racist in in that community. Because, you know, there are racists everywhere. Oh, oh, perfect. They they tell us how it works. Good. I I need to know how it works. Uh, Like all forms of privilege, white gay privilege operates in a way that often... Often is invisible. Oh, and difficult to unpick. And it works to create a hierarchy in which white people are at the top. Damn white people... What makes it particularly uh, pernicious, pernicious, is that we're talking about people who are marginalized in one aspect or who they are, i.e., being gay or queer, are still being able to perpetuate discrimination and prejudice against another minority group despite themselves, um, despite themselves.
1: Jesus, fucking learn
0: some grammar. Despite the fact. That they themselves are marginalized. There we go. That sounds a lot better. Uh, Says the writer, uh, an LGBTQ rights and anti-racism campaigner, Alexander Leon. First off, the whole idea behind anti-racism. You sound like you're supposed to be from the 60s. Like if I heard anti-racism in like the early 1960s, I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. But in 2022. Racism is the most overblown thing I think I've ever seen. I think what what differentiates white gay privilege from white privilege is it's being marginalized and still discriminating against people that are different from you. Wow, really? That's crazy. I couldn't have figured that out on my own. (sighs) Yep, that's right. If you're white and gay, you might have white gay privilege. You've got white gay privilege now. That should scare you. Seriously, where where did we go wrong? Where where did we think? Yeah, this is a good idea.
1: It's it's pretty pretty
0: weird and crazy. This is where we ended up. Shitty shitty movies and shows. A culture that's falling apart by the seams. A civilization so bent all right a rate, a human race so bent on killing itself that it's willing to just drop everything and just say hey, i don't really need kids anymore or, you know let's well let's focus on climate change instead and you know not that everybody'll just be able to adapt or you know that even by delaying it even more what what's the point of that you know of delaying it anymore If we're just gonna end up right where we were. But, hey, that's that's just what happens, you know. I I, I was watching a video yesterday uh, from a great YouTuber, It's the Gundam. Seriously, please go watch him. He's fantastic, really funny uh, guy. I've mentioned him on the show before, but he made a video that came out yesterday on TikTok about there's just a guy who goes around... And just interviews people and asks them questions. If I wasn't watching that video at my house, like anywhere near a cliff, I might have just jumped off the cliff. Like, the person said, was asked how many continents are there in the world? A really basic fucking question, right? 50. There are, there are 50 continents, apparently. They got asked where Mount Rushmore was, and they kept saying, like, Canada. A girl said Antarctica. And the one guy who said uh, in Canada, his friend turned around and looked at him like, "Are you fucking stupid? Are 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 you dumb?" And he goes, "Yeah, no, it's in it's in Vermont." No, they don't even admit that. What the? What is it? No, there are so many people in our world that are just utterly, utterly stupid. That common sense is more like sense that we think should be common, but isn't. That's what it should just be named. It should just be named sense. Because no one has it. If you think most people should have There's been so many times where I go. Is this person dumb or something? Do they not have common sense? And then I realize. Oh wait. No. It's not really common sense. It's just sense. It's just sense that they don't have. Because it's not ever common. Common sense doesn't mean anything to anybody anymore. Because it doesn't exist. A lot of people can have. You know. A common sense together. But common sense among all of us. That doesn't exist. You know. You have people who you know, are trying to, unwilling uh, unwilling to admit that they're trying to legalize pedophilia. You, you've got other people who are, you know, trying to groom all of the children, you know, not for, you know, sexual reasons, but for, you know, grooming them into, you know, really affirming their own sexual beliefs. You have people that, just to introduce themselves, the main factor that they introduce themselves by is by the people that they're attracted to or not attracted to. So you, you really really gotta really gotta think about what has truly happened. Well, to close out this week, we're gonna close out with Biden, because why not? I guarantee we're you, gonna gain fossil fuel. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Have a
1: transition from the oil industry, yes. Holding them liable. When they don't, deliver put them in jail. No one's gonna build a coal-fired plant again, and we're gonna get rid of the ones we have now. Oil companies, instead of everybody says, well, Biden won't let them drill. It's so obvious all these same oil companies who apparently can't get it together now Boy, they could get it together under President Trump, couldn't they?
0: They're not drilling. Why aren't they drilling? Because they make more money not producing more oil. Daniel, it kills me that you were right about every curve here in the energy uh, story. You have the Secretary of the Interior coming after you, the Secretary of Energy coming after you, Biden, uh, John Kerry, uh, Gina McCarthy in the White House, agencies like the FERC and Chairman Richard Glick are coming after you. Dude, what a a great thing. Well, that is going to be it for the Political Paranda program. Don't want to keep you here too long. Come on, get out of that chair. Your butt's stinking up the chair. I gotta clean this thing off, okay? Anyway, I will have you here, of course, back next week. To join me on your next adventure. Where you can go back into the simulation. And you can get back out there in the world, and we can return back on our binders for the next Johnny Depp and Amber Turd trial coming to you soon to a theater near you. Just kidding. (laughs) But imagine, though, right? From that Today Show interview? Imagine? Imagine, right? Anyway, if you haven't already, please do subscribe or rate the podcast if you can. Well, if you have questions that you want to ask me and you want me to answer them on the show, please ask them on True Social in the comments uh, below the post, or on Twitter where the uh, when I post the show, comment it down below there as well. And I'll try to answer them on the show to the best of my fantastical abilities. Join me next week for more of the fall of our great, uh, horrible civilization, all at the same time. Anyway, this concludes the Political Panda program. I'll catch you guys next week.
1: Peace.